If she's not milking the cows, she's talking about them. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Youngke. I'll tell you what, it's a lot easier to keep those cows and calves happy when you've got weather like we're enjoying around Wisconsin. Welcome to a Friday morning, everybody. Fabulous farm babe Pam Youngke inviting you to come on in. Oh, I think I almost had to pinch myself yesterday that I was enjoying temperatures where I almost didn't need my jacket yesterday, and it's even better today. Maybe not quite as much sunshine today, but we'll top out around 54 degrees. Now, be mindful if you're headed to the Wisconsin Farmers Union Convention tonight. Uh, there might be a little changeover to rain this evening into Saturday morning. Tomorrow's highs around 44. Sunday, partly cloudy, back to normal temperatures and 33. But then again next week, a lot of sunshine. Not as warm, but still not bad. Monday, 38. Tuesday, 36. Wednesday, 38. And we're back to the 40s by the end of next week. We'll see if Stumacher Ag Meteorologist is working off the same playbook. We'll talk with him in about 15 minutes. It's a Friday. That means we're also recognizing another one of our farm families from across the state that have held their farm in the family for 100 or 150 years. This time around, going to Sheboygan County and the Prangy family. Very interesting. The early adopters in the Prangy family and the story they have to tell. Stick around. It's all on the way. Protivate Nutritional Seed Enhancer is an 80-20 talc graphite replacement that provides the critical nutrients corn and soybeans need for early and uniform emergence. Learn more at getgreatergrowth.com. Celebrate our century and sesquicentennial farms across Wisconsin. There is a growing list of farms that have been family-owned or operated for over 100 or 150 years. You can find out about them all year long thanks to our friends at Compere Financial. Meet the families, hear their stories, and take a trip down memory lane by logging onto MidwestFarmReport.com. New farms are featured each Friday on our morning show. Celebrate Century and Sesquicentennial Farms with the Midwest Farm Report. Protivate Nutritional Seed Enhancer is an 80-20 talc graphite replacement that provides the critical nutrients corn and soybeans need for early and uniform emergence. Learn more at getgreatergrowth.com. When you think of tools on the farm, you may think of tractors, robotic milkers, or even a fence post driver. Well, add prenup to the list. That's right, a prenuptial agreement can be a tool to protect the farm's legacy. I'm Stephanie Hoff from the southern end of the world's longest barn in Madison. Attorney Troy Schneider joins us out of his law office in Chilton, Wisconsin, and he explains that a prenup can be a tool when the unspeakable happens, like if a marriage is terminated in the event of a death or a divorce. He says the conversation around a prenuptial agreement tends to start out negative, but it doesn't have to. So basically, a prenuptial agreement is a an agreement where between a husband and wife uh, about how you wish to classify your property under Wisconsin's marital property laws. And if you can kind of think about it as three different buckets, and there's a husband bucket, a wife bucket, and a our bucket. And um, in a typically in a in a marital property agreement uh, or a prenuptial agreement, you'll address what occurs to those three different buckets upon uh, two different events which cause the termination of a marriage. And those two events really are a divorce and uh, a death. And so that's typically what a, a marital property agreement would, would uh, uh, discuss. I feel like we associate a prenuptial agreement, a prenup, in a negative way, and that it's always a tense conversation. But is that what you usually find? 
It can be. I think it starts off that way, but as I think as I educate clients about what exactly what we're doing and why, um, I think I think both uh, people feel uh, a little more at ease. And you know, really, what you're doing is you're kind of writing a, a financial plan uh, for the marriage. And a strong marriage should be about uh, open and honest communication. And one of those things that uh, that a good married couple should discuss is finances and having having an open and honest communication about that. And as I kind of prefaced earlier, Troy, it's an appropriate conversation to have in agriculture. Can you tell us uh, how often this topic comes up among your farm clients and why? You know, uh, very often. And, and typically it's because uh, parents have a lot of uh, a farm equity and they want to bring son or daughter into the farm as a successor, but they're nervous about um, the successor getting married and a divorce causing a, 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 some of that farm equity to, to leave the farm business. And, it, and it's really important in a, in a farm because, um, you know, farm, farms by their very nature have, have a, a high assets and low income. And so to have to re, uh, repurchase those assets if a divorce did occur um, would be uh, pretty financially devastating uh, for the farm. So is it primarily a tool then for farm transitions, or is there other family dynamics where you see that this is a tool? Farm transitions is probably the most common, but it also occurs sometimes if you've got a farm business uh, partner, and I just happened to have a call about this last week where um, – you know, either the the uh, your business partner's first spouse, either they they were divorced or they passed away, and then now now there's a second marriage type situation with your business partner. So that's uh, those kind of conversations entail a lot of times about what's uh, uh, what's a fair division, not only with regard to the farm assets, okay, but also with regard to children from a, a previous marriage as well, too. Now, I know it's called a prenup, but can you can you get this type of agreement done after a marriage? Uh, yes, yeah. Um, any, a marital property can be done either before marriage, like you said, or, or, or after marriage, and then it's called a postnup. Both of them are, are equally as legal and legally enforceable. There's often a practical reason why you would do a, a prenuptial agreement is because I don't want to say you lose your leverage, but you kind of, it kind of deflates it after you... Uh, it takes the urgency away from the situation if you do if you uh, don't if you wait till after the marriage. Is the prenup only valid in Wisconsin if you get married in Wisconsin? Uh, generally, uh, yes. You should do a marital property agreement in, in accordance with the laws of your state of your residence. And the way the uh, divorce statutes in Wisconsin look are a little bit different than they look in other states. In general, when uh, parties get divorced, there's two different areas. There's property division, and then there's maintenance, or what people sometimes refer to as alimony. And a marital property agreement, again, will address usually those two different those two different topics if the marriage were to end in divorce. And again, in a farm situation, sometimes the maintenance really isn't the big issue. I mean, if son or daughter is getting a wage from the farm, okay, that's something that should be shared and probably should be shared sometime in the future, especially if there's kids born in the marriage. It's really the asset division that's really kind of is the key point with regard to a, a farm 
uh, marital property agreement. And it can cover livestock. It can cover property. It can cover equipment. Any assets? Correct. Yeah, wow. Absolutely. Are all prenups created equal, or are they customizable? They should be customizable, and they they are not all created equal. You know, a lot of times I hear people uh, uh, talk about, well, you know, prenuptial agreements, they're not worth the paper they're written on. That's really not the case. The key is that a bad marital property agreement won't be worth the paper it's written on, but a good marital property agreement will will stand up. So I guess the question really becomes, uh, what is a good uh, marital property agreement? A good marital property agreement, it has to be uh, fair upon its execution, okay, and fair upon its terms. And fair upon its execution means that when you're doing, when you're executing the marital property agreement, your spouse needs to have have been able to fully review the agreement, and is fully aware of the finance, financial of your financial situation, and not only actually of your of your current financial situation, but your future financial situation as well too. It also, you know, like I said, the a good marital property agreement also has to be fair on its terms. And fair on its terms means that given the situation, okay, it really it has to be fair. You can't say, well, I get everything, you get nothing. If there's children born into the marriage, for example, and one spouse was a, the primary uh, child caregiver, you have to recognize that, that fact in the marital property uh, agreement. Can you give me a, a few more maybe specific examples that agriculture in particular needs to think about when writing up their prenup. Any other advice or specific examples you want to give in, in what's written in that prenup for a, for a farm family? In the agricultural setting, it's really important that the prenuptial agreement tell the story, okay? And, and it, the, the story is kind of like in, in the most typical, especially family farms, is, hey, we, we spent the, you know, multiple generations acquiring all these assets, okay? And we're not, we're not using these assets to sell them. We're lo- looking at these assets to use them to, quite frankly, borrow more money so we can keep in expanding and improving the farm. And really telling the story about how it's really important that we, these assets be available, okay, so that um, all family members can use them to, be, to, to the betterment of the entire family. Goodness, Troy, do you ever feel like a family therapist when, when you've got <laughs> folks in your office? <laughs> you, you know, uh, I think uh, sometimes uh, our jobs are 90% uh, therapist and 10% law. But, yeah, yeah they, they, uh, they definitely go hand in hand. What do you recommend for families to have these difficult conversations? I, again, I think the educational aspect is really important to educate the, the non-involved spouse about the why, you know, and what, uh, why we're doing it. We don't think you're a bad person. We don't think you're going to get a divorce, but it's just to protect the farm equity, okay, so it can continue to be used by the farm. And especially if there's multiple sibling farms, it's kind of, well, we're not singling you out. This, this rule kind of applies evenly. And, and sometimes when we have, when we have resistance by a, a, a successor's spouse, to sign a marital property agreement, it kind of, it kind of taps the brakes on the farm succession, which is kind of unfortunate because there's a lot of good management reasons and tax reasons why a, the succession should continue. Is there anything else you want to leave me with before I let you go? No, I, you know, like I said, I, you, you know, marital property agreements, I guess they don't have to be scary, even though they sound scary. 
uh, they're not scary as long as they're they're well explained and done properly. If you plan on getting hitched anytime soon, hopefully this conversation doesn't sway your decision, but instead sparks some thoughtful discussion. Attorney Troy Schneider giving us a lesson on how prenuptial agreements can be a tool for the farm business. Troy works out of a law office in Chilton, Wisconsin. From the southern end of the world's longest barn in Madison, I'm Stephanie Hoff. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Youngke. Everyone dreams of that one special day. I'm not talking about a wedding day, a push present, or a big anniversary. I'm talking about a special day made just for you. Maybe you paid off the mortgage, finished a marathon, left the dork who couldn't see you for the amazing person you are. It's different for everyone, but it's a day that needs celebrating with a custom piece to bring a Mona Lisa smile to your face. William Thomas Custom Jewelry, your inspiration, your custom jeweler. Have you ever had an MRI through the hospital where you're crunched inside a scary tube-like tunnel? MH Imaging in Middleton provides the spacious comfort of a completely open design MRI, the most updated concept in MRIs. It's an open MRI, open for everyone regardless of insurance or doctor affiliation for a fraction of the cost of a medical system. And the results are available the same day, providing you with answers you need to know now. Visit mhimaging.com. Let our family help your family. This is Matt Gunderson, and this is Elmer, (laughs) our canine cuddle ambassador, here to provide good-natured, loving, fuzzy support to further our level of personal care. Someday you might meet Elmer as we assist you with an individual life celebration. Let our family help your family. Visit GundersonFH.com. Over 100 years as your hometown life celebration center. The nightmare of working with some contractors is much like being on a bad date. They totally wreck your bathroom, swindle you out of a ton of money, then disappear into the dark of night. Swipe left. Actuate Improvement is a full-service design and remodeling company who completes the job as promised, is cost-conscious, then leaves you with a sweet thank-you note. Swipe right, and let's get the conversation started with a free consultation. ActuateLLC.com. Design. Create. Actuate. Roses are red, violets are blue, and you bet she'll be talking farming with you. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Youngke. On a fine as frog's hair Friday morning, I tell you what, folks, you're already out there, and uh, we're in the mid-40s to start off our Friday. Stumach Ag Meteorologist joining us with our Compere Financial Ag Weather Update. You sound like you've been rode hard and put up wet. You sound exhausted. Yeah, well, there's been a couple of really nice days, and I've really got after a couple of projects that I really want to get done before it gets worse. I don't think that you are alone. I saw a lot of that. I mean, it was crazy, uh, like uh, leaf blowers and just everybody trying to capitalize on getting done what we can get done. We were outside grilling yesterday, so I I get you. I understand your poop this morning, but boy, you're going to really be dragged out by tomorrow morning. Oh, yeah, because I've got to go back to that one project today, you know. (laughs) Yeah, well, everybody should have a project today, buddy. It's going to be beautiful. It's going to absolutely be gorgeous. Sunshine, very, very fine temperatures. Oh, somewhere like, you know, 18 to 20 degrees above normal. 35, pretty much the normal high across southern Wisconsin. And I'm talking it will be up in the 50s along with sunshine 
It really does sound like a wonderful day is in store. Well, we have to look as well to see that there's a warm front that's pushing up from southwest Wisconsin up into the central part of the state this morning. That warm front pushes a bit further north. Low pressure is strengthening further off to the south. Now, there's no imminent rain, nothing lined up on the Wisconsin border or anything. There are a few scattered rain showers in far north-central Minnesota, and there is snow in northern North Dakota as well. But what we expect is going to be another bright and sunny and very fine day for today, but it is later tonight and then into Saturday that rain develops. Some rain showers developing later tonight, lasting into the day Saturday. And we talked about it yesterday. You know, it could be up to a quarter inch, maybe a little bit more, not much more than that. But because of clouds and some of that rainfall, temperatures will be getting a little cooler. In fact, dropping back closer to normal already Saturday and then most likely a little below normal for Sunday. But by Sunday, it dries out. The sunshine returns and we hold on to more dry weather with cooler, more normal temperatures on toward Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday as well next week. Several more dry days. So really, this weekend is our rain chance late tonight on into Saturday. Not going to amount to a great deal of rainfall. And the one thing that may happen, even though temperatures are pretty mild, before it's all said and done Saturday, some snowflakes may fall further north in Wisconsin, snow a little more likely. But for most of us, just a few snowflakes could add in as that rain starts to taper off and ends on Saturday. In fact, later Saturday, some sunshine ought to return, and it still sounds very nice. More of that sunshine around into next week. I'll have forecast details right after this. Rural Mutual Insurance, keeping Wisconsin strong. Get insurance from a company who knows Wisconsin and cares about your community. You may know Rural Mutual Insurance as the number one farm insurer, but did you know they also offer competitive home and auto rates? Visit RuralMutual.com to learn more about products and discounts. Rural Mutual Insurance, keeping Wisconsin strong. This year, Dairyland Seed is introducing our best corn of all time. Again, that sound you just heard? That's the sound of a full lineup of top-performing hybrids bringing the yield like never before. It's the sound of even stronger traits bred specifically to boost corn bushels per acre in your soil. And it's the sound of workhorse corn seed proven to outperform yet again in independent head-to-head trials. See the latest corn performance data at showmethecornyield.com. That's showmethecornyield.com. All right, buddy, let's talk a little bit more about this weather because it's, again, as we always say, we need to bottle it because uh, it's going to be gone far too quick. Yeah, it's going to disappear on us, no doubt about that, but another fantastic day, a fair amount of sunshine and some really nice temperatures, and the Compere Financial Ag Weather Forecast tells us today low to mid-50s, southern Wisconsin warmest, but even then, La Crosse may still be up around 52 or so, and I'd expect to see a southwest breeze today at about 5 to 15. It's overnight. We have more clouds and some rain develops late in the nighttime. Oh, there could be a snowflake or two. Have no big concerns about that, if you will. We'd fall back into the upper 30s. Maybe a low 40 lingers here or there. Southwest, southwest winds will be at 5 to 10. 
A little rainfall yet early Saturday, partly sunny skies later in the day. Rain amounts probably up to a quarter inch, maybe a little over. That should be the extent of the rain. Still tomorrow, low to mid 40s with the west winds at 5 to 15. Sounding more normal, sunny skies on Sunday, Pam. Probably low to mid 30s, 34 or so warm, which is about normal. The northwest winds 5 to 15. And I look at most of next week being on that dry side. Okay, I got to go, Stu. We're loving the weather, though. Thanks. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Youngke. At Berkshire Automotive, we have a non-commissioned sales team, which is a polite way to say we don't really care whether you buy a practical Equinox, the rugged Silverado, or the speedy new Corvette. You've been told no before? Join the Bergstrom Automotive family for the yes. At Bergstrom Automotive, we teach our people to take no out of the vocabulary. Is no in your vocabulary? Uh, no. No isn't a thing at Bergstrom Automotive. Join the Bergstrom Automotive family for the yes. Join the Bergstrom Goodman's Jewelers has been providing a sparkle to Madison since 1933. That's a lot of great memories. John Hayes for Goodman's Jewelers. We've been caring for generations of customers, and during that time, our strengths have been trust, service, and selection. Those traits are who we are, and that will never change. Goodman's Jewelers, a destination worth reaching. 220 State Street, goodmansjewelers.com. The best is at Goodman's. Exteriors, just pick up the phone and let us leave a legacy on your home. Roofing, windows, gutters, siding, and decks. Can Legacy do it? You bet. Better prices, better warranties. Legacy always makes it easy. Go to legacy-exteriors.com. Legacy Exteriors, just pick up the phone and let us leave a legacy on your home. Create the floors you love this season with DIY and budget-friendly flooring from Wiseway. With Wiseway Flooring's direction, you'll only need to be moderately handy to accomplish brand new floors. I'm Mike Yenser at Wiseway Flooring, inviting you to visit our showroom in Watertown, Lake Mills, and Economwalk. See how our do-it-yourself products might be the right thing for you. Commercial or residential, the wise have it. Log on to INeedFlooringNow.com. How is it that we can have smokers' lines without ever smoking? A skincare minute with skincare expert Michelle Neeson. Smokers or lip lines can occur not only because of smoking, but other factors, such as talking, drinking from a straw, genetics, and age related fat loss. The most simple and effective treatment for this problem is a combination of dermal fillers such as Juvederm, which can smooth and fill those fine lines as well as hydrate the lips. Also, a neuromodulator such as Botox can be used in small amounts to relax those pursing muscles. At Rejuvenation Clinic of Sauk Prairie, this treatment results in a natural, more youthful appearance of the mouth and often lasts a year or longer. Let your natural beauty shine through. Visit us at rejuvenationclinicofsaukprairie.com. If you're talking, they will hear you every single time. Oh, we're getting killed. Yeah, well, Kyle's not here. How come? Kicked off the team. Didn't Tim tell you? 
Kyle and some other kids got caught drinking beer in the park a couple of nights ago. Really? Yeah. Zero tolerance. He's out for the season. Come on, it's a first offense, right? That we know of. But why should that matter? He knew not to drink. I've made it clear to Matt, that's what we expect from him. What have you said to Tim? Um, nothing really. You know, a lot of kids try it at this age, so. I... Yeah, well, a lot of kids don't try it too. I'm not saying that Matt's gonna be this perfect kid, but if I don't tell him what we expect and why he shouldn't drink, how's he gonna know? You think kids that age really listen? <laughs> they never admit it, Bill, but they hear more than you think. Talk, they hear you. For more information about talking with kids about underage drinking, visit underagedrinking.samhsa.gov. You can't change the price of gas or groceries, but you can change the amount of your energy bill. Benjamin Plumbing is now a certified dealer of Renai tankless water heaters. The number one tankless water heater in North America. They're up to 40% more energy efficient and provide endless hot water. Stop wasting tons of energy keeping 40, 50, even 75 gallons of water hot day and night with your old water heater. Call Benjamin Plumbing today and learn more about the new state-of-the-art, energy-efficient Renai tankless water heaters, including a factory-extended warranty. Save money with endless hot water for your home with a new Renai water heater from Benjamin Plumbing. Hi, Dale Benjamin with Benjamin Plumbing. When we say your plumbing problem is fixed, we mean it. No excuses. I guarantee it. Contact Benjamin Plumbing at BenjaminPlumbing.com. Now you've got a friend in the plumbing business. Benjamin Plumbing. From where we started to where we are right now is crazy. Before we get to love uh, LaFleur on the offense, I put a Twitter poll out at 8 o'clock at Zone Madison. And with the Joe Barry and the Barry boys and this defense now ninth scoring defense in the NFL, the poll is... Do you still want Joe Barry fired? Yes or no? And Rowdy, what did you say, Rowdy? This is a it's a interesting weird question. situation we're in, Rob. Because if they would have fired him at the end of last season, I would a hundred percent on board with it. But now, what he's doing with the players he has and the health that they've had, it's it's it, it would be hard to fire a guy if this was his complete body of work this season. Get a load of this, guys. I'm going to throw this off you. you in your righty boat, they they're. They're, you know, on the brink or inside the top 10 in, in most key defensive statistical categories at this point in time, right? Now you follow that up with Giants, Tampa Bay, Carolina on the road. They have Minnesota on the road, and they have the Bears the at home. Bears. So what is that? Five straight teams and nobody has a winning record, and three of those teams will wind up in the top 10 of the draft at least. So when you say ninth in total defense, it could end up fifth. When they're tenth in scoring defense right now, it could end up fourth or whatever down the stretch. I mean, is is, is Danny DeVito and the, and, the, and the Giants, are they going to hit them for more than 13 on Monday night? I'd be surprised. Is is the midget quarterback in Carolina going to put up more than 16 against these guys? Or, or, the, or, the, or the Bears, and I'm sorry, little man, right? Um, <laughs> the Bears in, in, in week 18 is, you know, in, in, in Justin Fields, they be, you know, final game with, with Chicago. Are they going to score more than 16 points? I mean, so it's, it's only going to get better. No, Joe, Joe Barry, I, I'll be honest, Evo, he, the contract ends after this year, but I, I think the only way Joe Barry Extend is somewhere Joe else Barry? this year is if Joe Barry wants to be gone, right? And, <laughs> Honestly, the, the, you know, Matt LaFleur is going to be asking Joe Barry, please come back. And, 
in this offseason, and they'll try to do another contract with him. Amazing. I think the way things are trending amazing. right now. The, say it again? I just said it's amazing. It is amazing. It's ama- it's, well, and, and that's why the league is so incredible. It's so fluid because week to week, uh, game to game, season to season, you, you just don't know, right? Guys that are on a hot seat save their butts and, and they completely turn things around. You, you guys at the start of the year were saying to me, um, are, are they going to fire Matt LaFleur at some point in the next nine months or something? And now people like say that, if he went right? out, he'd be coach of the year. And and you're you're probably not wrong. <laughs> he will get votes for coach Woo! of the year. Um, you know, if they can get to 10 or 11 wins, you're probably absolutely right on that. Um, I hadn't even given that much thought, but he's trending in that direction too. And and when they were two and five or three and six, half the fan base wanted Matt Lafleur gone. So oh, yeah. it's just it, it it that's just how the league works. It, it it it's how it is, season to season. You guys are right. They've been they've been decimated in the secondary by injury. They played a few games without a single preferred starter. The rest of that front seven hasn't been hit real hard. Um, you know, they've, they've, I, I think uh, Campbell has missed maybe four games at inside linebacker. Quay Walker has missed two. Um, they've been dinged a little bit here and there. But, you know, but the front seven, for the most part, has, has been there. But it's that secondary that's held up remarkably well. So it's really Joe Barry and the guys in back that deserve, I mean, I, they all deserve credit, don't get me wrong. Evo, but 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 that's that's the position where they've been hit the hardest is corner and safety, specifically corner, and uh, and 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 they've held up really well. I, I I put a story up on Forbes.com about five minutes ago, guys, about unsung heroes on the football team this year. Really, the top five guys, and and I encourage people to jump and, and read that. But but two of the top three I had on there were Carrington Valentine at corner and Jonathan Owens at safety oh, yeah. who have helped you know, kind of keep a patchwork secondary together. Rob, speaking real quick before we, I have a question on Jordan Love for you. How soft is the NFL when, speaking of Jonathan Owens, who's been great these past couple of games, how soft is the NFL to flag Owens for a personal foul when he had a perfectly legal hit on Patrick Mahomes at the end of that game? Like how, I love how the, the mainstream media, as lame and as brainwashing as they are, want to talk about pass interference on MVS, which it was, or on Travis Kelsey in the end zone, but don't talk about the hit that Owens put on, and then also MVS clearly, clearly staying going uh, backwards so the clock should have been running as opposed to the ref calling it, you know, dead clock there before the two interferences. Rough hands, dirty boots, and farming roots. It's all we know. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Youngke. Well, again, the theme today, take it all in. You don't get this kind of weather in Wisconsin in the month of December very often, so enjoy it while we've got it. Uh, Not as much sunshine necessarily today as we had yesterday, but warmer. 54 are expected high. Then we've got that possible precipitation rolling in tonight into tomorrow. Uh, maybe as much as a half an inch of rain. But the thing is, it's probably going to soak into a not frozen ground. Tomorrow's high is around 44. Sunday, 33. Monday, 38. And then sunshine for the rest of next week. We'll touch out back in the mid-40s by Thursday. I'm Pam Yankee. Tickled to have you along with us on this, the eighth day of December. Well, we talked about it yesterday. Pearl Harbor was attacked yesterday on December 7th. Today, back in 1941, the United States entered World War II. It was completely because of the Japanese Imperial Navy 
attacking Pearl Harbor. Otherwise, we would have been on the sidelines. U.S. enters World War II on this day back in 1941. Happy birthday to actress Kim Basinger, 69 years young. And now you know. As is our tradition here on the Farm Show, we want to pause and recognize the hardworking farm families all across the state that have managed to keep their farm in the family for 100 or 150 years. Today, Stephanie Hoff takes us to Sheboygan County. Early adopters. That's one way to describe the Prangy family when it comes to farm technology, crop management, and livestock genetics. I'm Stephanie Hoff with the Midwest Farm Report. Louis Prangy is the third generation on his family's Centennial Farm in Sheboygan County, one of this year's Centennial Farm Award recipients. His grandfather bought the farm in 1910. His father pioneered crop management techniques and forage breeding, but Lewis had a difference of opinion, as it is when you work with family, and he dove into the field of genetics with dairy breeds. We talk about what makes this Centennial Farm so special. I would say my grandfather had other business interests besides the farm, so probably somewhere in his 30s, he turned the farm over via trust to my father and mother. First thing was, to my chagrin, my father took the registry papers put them on a shelf, and turned the entire herd into grades. Cows were a means to an end, but he had no interest in them whatsoever. So the herd went from a registered Holstein herd to a grade Holstein herd, and he concentrated more on agricultural practices. I would say early on, perhaps in the late 50s, he built the first harvester silo, which was an oxygen-limiting you know, storage system, and went on to build a couple of more, and actually owned part of and a harvester dealership and went on to promote that technology. But he also promoted a grazing system where, you know, you move the wire morning and night and the cows eat that section and then you move it again. And of course, he continued to raise certified oat seed and actually competed in competition at the Royal Winter Fair in Toronto, Canada with oats and, and won his class. But, uh, at the same time, you know, uh, we had a self-propelled chopper back in the mid-60s, so that was, again, to maintain a high-quality forage. Also, at about that same time, he became very involved in uh, early no-till planting. I'd say he started doing no-till in the mid-60s and uh, continued on with that uh, for some time. When we talked about the history of the farm, you took me up until the 80s when you said that's when the yeah. farm went to dairy only. Then what happened? Then, you know, after I took over the farm, the state Holstein summer picnic was held there and we had open houses and uh, auctions of uh, breeding cattle, you know, and international tours. And during my time, the farm hosted about 150 international students who, uh, you know, learned and trained. And I still have contact with many of them today in various parts of the world. So, I went back to the farm in 1974. Couldn't get on very well with my father, so I went and worked for Holstein International or the international branch of the U.S. Holstein Association. Eventually, in 1976, my brother and I founded a corporation called Elm Park Farms Limited, and we purchased uh, all the personal property and signed a lease for the farm with my mom and dad. About five years later, I bought my brother out and ran the farm myself from then, where we concentrated solely on breeding and livestock and 
I was part of a syndicate which uh, bought a cow for $80,000 in 1974. And we then, ET, embryo transfer, just started. And we had, I'd say, probably one of the first 10 embryo transfer you know, operations filled on that cow and later at the farm. And um, eventually we started producing about 250 to 500 embryo transfer calves a year. And so the business of the farm went from a very diversified farm, including chickens and swine and, and oats breeding, to a very narrowly focused uh, base of, you know, breeding livestock, marketing livestock internationally specifically, and exporting them internationally. Elm Park Farms in Sheboygan County got its Centennial Award from the state of Wisconsin this year. You can find the full conversation with Lewis at MidwestFarmReport.com. While you're there, also check out more Centennial and Sesquicentennial farm stories, courtesy of Compere Financial. For the Midwest Farm Report, I'm Stephanie Hoff. Well, great story. Thank you, Stephanie. And thanks to Compure Financial for making those stories possible. If you want to listen to more of the conversation with Louis Prangy, pop on over to MidwestFarmReport.com. You'll see the tab for the Century Sesquicentennial Farms. And don't forget, they're accepting applications now if your farm qualifies for a Century or Sesquicentennial recognition in 2024. Yesterday in Chicago, the barrel cheese dropped two cents to 159. 40-pound block cheese was down a penny at 162.5. The AA butter on Thursday, that was unchanged, settled at 267 a pound. Coming up next, tis the season for getting together with family. But what about if you don't have family? Stick around. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Youngke. It's Blaine's Farm and Fleet's December Feed Sale. We're your one-stop shop for feed and supplies to keep you well-stocked and ready for the cold months ahead. Right now, save $15 on assorted bags of Agrimaster calf milk replacer. Get a dollar off assorted 50-pound bags of Tribute horse feed, select locations only. Save 15% on assorted tubs of Matomco Prowler baits and place packs. And 32-quart bags of oil-dry floor absorbent, just $8.99. Find value at Blaine's Farm and Fleet. Pest control? You've got a guy for that. Car repairs? You probably have a guy for that as well. For someone to custom design a unique piece of jewelry for you, or help your current pieces look sparkling fresh? That needs to be William Thomas Custom Jewelry. Affordable and local. William Thomas Custom Jewelry will help you create a desirable, one-of-a-kind piece that you'll be proud to wear for years to come. William Thomas Custom Jewelry. Your inspiration, your custom jeweler. Sweet of Metal Roofing customers choose us because they don't want to worry about their roof anymore. There's no curling, it won't blow off, and you won't find granules in your gutters. It's one and done. It is the last roof you'll ever need. I'm Mike. And Mary Sweeta. Enjoy the long-lasting architectural strength and beauty of a Sweet of Metal Roof. S-W-I-T-A MetalRoofing.com Sweet of Metal Roofing, the last roof you'll ever need. Hi, I'm Julie Bowen for the March of Dimes, asking you to help save premature babies. As a mother of three healthy boys, it makes me sad to think that more than a million babies around the world die every year because they're born too soon, and that our country has one of the highest rates of infant death of any developed country. Let's work together for stronger, healthier babies. Visit marchofdimes.com to find out how you can make a difference in your community and around the world. 
Rough hands, dirty boots, and farming roots. It's all we know. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Youngke. Are you a member of AARP? Listen, it's not just for those 55 and older anymore these days. Fantastic resources available for anybody, regardless of age. And we're talking about some of those today. I'm Pam Yankee, being joined by Amber Miller. She is the Associate State Director of Community Outreach for AARP right here in Wisconsin. Well, we're into the holiday season now, Amber. And while many of us may look forward to getting together with friends and family, a lot of holiday traditions, the hectic part of gift buying and all that kind of stuff. There's also an element that we want to talk about today, and that is dealing with shorter days, yep. less daylight, uh, the stress of the holidays. And for some folks, maybe the first time they're going through a holiday after losing someone, uh, it can be a, it can be a dark time for a lot of folks uh, while the, some of the rest of us are you know, celebrating the seasons. Tell me a little mm-hmm. bit about what AARP has kind of found out about people in general at this time of the year. Yeah, and, and thank you, Pam, so much for, you know, having me on. Of course, yeah, this is, you know, a topic that it, it's it's hard to talk about, but also it's, you know, realistic. And, and holiday grief is real. Um, isolation and loneliness is real. But I definitely appreciate you um, having me speak on that. And AARP um, has really great information on our website regarding holiday grief and and how to get through it. So I, I yeah, I wanted to just maybe share some of those tips with you today and your listeners just so then we can just support each other during, you know, this holiday season. Right, right. And I think sometimes people Amber think, well, we're going to be together. That should be Correct. enough. You know, if mom's having a tough time since dad's been gone, we're together. It it runs a little bit deeper than that, doesn't it? It, it really does. Yeah, it. Yeah, it does. It does. Um, sometimes you you don't want to be near people. And, and I think we, you know, need to respect that. And, and a couple of things that AARP um, shared on the website regarding holiday grief is, and I'll share a couple with you and then point the, um, the listeners to the website is, you know, one thing you want to do is only do what feels right. So, you know, it's up to you what, which activities and traditions or events that you can handle. And you shouldn't feel obligated to participate in anything that doesn't feel doable. So, you know, create realistic expectations for yourself and others, but above all, be gentle with yourself. Um, Holiday grief, it never gets easier. So whether you unfortunately lost someone this year or many years ago, you know, it's definitely something that you want to work through. And, and you also want to accept your feelings. So everybody takes, you know, their own path uh, of grief and mourning differently. So you may want to, you know, try to avoid sad feelings. Others will be, you know, very tearful and, some feel bad that they aren't up for enjoying, you know, the traditional holiday festivity festivities and others feel guilty, but you may just cycle through these feelings throughout the day. So, you know, that's okay. That's normal. And you want to really accept those feelings. Mm-hmm. You know, I, uh, I agree with everything that you just listed there, Amber. One thing that I do want to make people aware of because they still have time, uh, there is going to be a special online Zoom that deals with some of this on Wednesday, December 13th. Starts at 1030 in the morning central time. And, you know, for some folks, not necessarily those that are experiencing the, the direct loss, but like you said, those family members that are kind of, geez, what do I do? 
that might yeah. be a nice option for them to tap into uh, a collaborative on solutions. Absolutely. And, you know, I've, I've run into this currently where, you know, my loved one, you know, I'm trying to keep them occupied and try to ensure that they are doing well. But I also have to respect that maybe they just need time to themselves. So definitely one of the things that people want to do is just really find that support. Um, so, you know, talk with your loved ones about your emotions and mental health needs and really just be honest on how you'd like to do things this year. So if you participate in a holiday activity, you know, let people know you may buy buy out. You may not stay for the whole thing. And if possible, having a friend or family member on standby, you know, for the support, I think is really important. And I do encourage people too, if, if, you know, if it's just, if it's just a lot right now too, you definitely want to reach out to your healthcare professional um, Mm -hmm. to talk further about different options. Yeah. Aside from the resources available at aarp.org, uh, there are other resources, to your point, Amber, that people should have kind of a, on a short list next to the phone or on their cell phone. Tell them a little bit about some of the other resources they might want to think about tapping into, whether it's you individually that need the help or whether it's a loved one that's trying to help somebody else. Yeah, absolutely. So there is this really great um, free initiative through AARP, and it's called AARP Friendly Voice. This is um, free to anybody over the age of 18. You don't have to be a member. And you call and talk to one of our trained volunteers because, as we know, sometimes it's just really great to talk to somebody on the other line. So that could be for your for the loved one who is grieving or a family member. Um, and then that phone number I just want to give out just super quick um, is one eight eight eight. Two eight one zero one four five. Once again, AARP Friendly Voice Initiative, and then you also just want to. You could call um, your local two one one. You can reach out to faith based organization, community centers, senior centers, and also the local um, ADRC, which stands for Aging Disability and Resource Center. They definitely have support groups that may be of interest to you, and and maybe it's just something you need short term or long term, but that definitely the options are out there in your local community. Yeah, right. Like you said, everybody's situation is different. How you decide to deal with it's different. But I think you're right, Amber, having the courage to use your voice and say, not this year, not that tradition. And then one other suggestion that AARP wants you to consider is start something new, maybe a new tradition that helps, I I guess, maybe flip the page as it were. Yeah, I definitely think, you know, consider, yep, just doing something different and and whether it's, you know, in remembrance of that person or just new traditions, you know, you just have to do what feels right for you and and feel those emotions. And the holidays are really tough, but also we know there's 365 days in the year. So um, we know that it could be tough year round, but it's just these little things and the, the support system that can really help you through the holidays. Again, if you're just joining us, this is Amber Miller. She's along with us. She's one of the great staff members of AARP of Wisconsin. She's their Associate State Director of Community Outreach. I always want to remind you, Uh, Regardless of if you're a member or not, resources are available to all. Just go to aarp.org and you'll find them there. Let's talk a little bit more again, Amber, about, like we said, it's the individual has to try to communicate with family members about what they prefer. And 
when do we have to be, I guess, concerned, aware, or ready to take action if this uh, this trend of depression goes beyond the holidays? Because yeah. winter is long in Wisconsin, you know, kiddo. Yes, yes. Seasonal depression, of course, uh, is real. Um, isolation and loneliness is, is an issue, has been an issue even pre COVID, but I would definitely say, you know, keep an eye out. And this isn't just for family. It could even be your neighbor, Um, you know, change of pattern. Maybe they, you know, uh, don't return phone calls, Um, you know, definitely isolate for a long period of time. I definitely think that might be a concern and and tapping into those local resources like your two-on-one um, or, you know, a healthcare professional, I think, would be helpful. But, um, you know, you know your family member probably better than anybody, and I think the major change of um, habits might be a red flag. Right. And like we said, inaction is probably not the way you want to go, especially with so many yeah. resources at your fingertips. Let me give you that toll-free number again for the AARP Friendly Voice Service. Like we said, over the age of 18, anybody, regardless of memberships, welcome to tap into that. That's 888-281-0145. And of course, the other state resources dialing 211. Just make sure that you're taking action because like I said, Amber, I'm thinking that uh, ignoring things, oh, you know, let's not talk about it. That's probably not the healthiest way to deal with grief during the holiday. Yeah, it's it's hard. Um, you know, like you said before, Pam, everybody's a little different. And, and you know, some people want to talk about it and reflect and have those really positive moments. And, and some people don't want to do that. And we just have to make sure we support one another. Um, it's, it's lonely during the holidays for a lot of people. So ensuring that you're supporting not just your family members right. and your loved ones, but also your neighbors. Yeah. You know, that's something that I think, me, for example, how many people do you know out there that you, well, guess might be alone on the holidays? Have you thought about inviting them in, even for just an hour or so, something like that? You don't have to impose, but making the effort can be all the difference. Amber Miller along with us. Again, she is our Associate State Director of Community Outreach, a heavy subject, but one that we definitely need to be bringing up, dealing with grief during the holiday season. Every family impacted just a little differently, every individual reacting just a little differently, but AARP has resources available for all. AARP.org, 